You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. This week on the Running Around Charlotte podcast, we are joined by Troy Gagliardo. Troy decided to take a step about a thousand days ago that has changed his life, and he's here to tell us a little bit about the power of movement and how to get started. He's here to tell us a little bit about what he has been up to the last three years or so. That Troy, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, fellas. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Excellent. DC Lucchese. Happy to be here, brother. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So power of movement. I think when I say that, I think about momentum, but give us, give us a little bit of background uh, to set the foundation for us uh, and, and tell us kind of the genesis of all this in your life and what's happened and, and how you're speaking to other people about it. Okay. Um, well, at a younger age, I was, I considered myself an athlete. I was a baseball player. Um, I made the decision when I was 12 years old that I was going to play baseball professionally. And uh, I had writ- written a, uh, read an article in the Sporting News, and it was talking about Nolan <laughs> Ryan and his workout habits, and uh, and he ran a lot, and uh, it, you know for the leg power to make you throw faster. So, uh, you know, immediately I was like, well, I guess I need to be start running. So I was living in Michigan at the time. I was you know 11. I don't think I had turned 12 yet, and uh, it was January, and there was talk about spring training and and all that. So I was fired up. So, but you know, there was like two feet of snow on the ground. So <laughs> my idea of running was putting on the snow boots and going to run. I li- we had lived on a, a, a fruit farm uh, back then and, and there was all this acreage. So I would just take off in my snow boots and go running because I had no idea. I'd never exercised before. I'd never run. I loved baseball. So that was kind of my thing, but um, that was my introduction to running. And uh, so to kind of fast forward through all that in high school, Um, I really got into running and it was um, my, my motivation was always baseball. So um, I played some college, some independent league. I ran, you know, in high school, I literally ran eight to 10 miles every day. It didn't matter if it was snowing, run, you know, I didn't have running shoes. I was running in like Chuck T's. Um, It was just ridiculous. Like now that I look back on it. Um, But anyway, once baseball ran its course, I retired at 24 after a couple of years uh, playing some independent ball around here. And uh, I quickly realized that I didn't enjoy running as much as I thought I had, (laughs) because once baseball was gone, there was nothing to run for. Gotcha. Um, So I was pretty much for the next 25 years inactive. I've gotten in the restaurant business and uh, food kind of took over my world and uh, food and drink, I'll say. Uh, and I just packed on the pounds. I, I gained, when I graduated from college, I was about 175. And uh, I I won't say quickly, but over the, the next 25 years, I gained over 100 pounds. Um, no activity, no movement to kind of get back to your question. Um, so about five years ago, um, I made the decision to, to change some things. I, I had already in my mind decided, and, and this is where I think 
things get a little tricky. Like we always decide to do things, you know, I want to write a book. Uh, I want to learn a new language. We decide we want to do it, but it's rare that you make the commitment and follow through with it. Um, and so I just made the commitment that I'm going to just start moving. And I, you know, so heavy and I just didn't feel good. Um, and literally started with 15 minute walks and those were rough. Like that was rough, rougher than any run I had ever yeah. uh, experienced. Um, so I had started kind of, um, dialing in my food and, and starting to think about food in a different way, even though I was still in the restaurant business. Um, so it, it just kind of gradually took its course. But the, the thing that I did, other than just making a commitment of, Hey, I'm going to take the, the morning is mine. Um, and I think that was one of the, the best things that I ever did yeah, was, you know, we, we always make commitments for other people, our families, our jobs, um, you know, a, a charity or whatever, but it's rare that we, you know, you, we make a commitment to ourselves. So I just said, the morning is going to be mine. Uh, still, it took about six months to actually get up on that morning and start those walks. But, but Troy, um, let me you stop know, you there. Cause I've got it. What was the tipping point? What was the tipping point where you said, I'm taking this from in my head to literally on the street? To actually make yes. a movement. Um, Something was there. Well, Lay it on us, man. This, this is this is going to sound ridiculous. No. I, we have cats, and we have cat litter, and we had bought two big boxes of cat litter, and I had to carry them up the stairs. Mm -hmm. So I had two 20-pound bags of, or boxes of cat litter, right. and I walked up the stairs, and my knees are creaking. I'm out of breath. I mean, it was only like 10 steps. So I set him at the top of the stairs. I walked back down and I walked back up without those 40 pounds. And I was like, I, I, I have to do this because this is way easier. Uh, so that was my goal was to lose 40 pounds. And 40, 40 actually, pounds of cat litter. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We go through that a week. You know? <laughs> uh, so, you know, that, that was the, the, that, the, uh, the tipping point, yeah. so to speak. Um, but everything was just so gradual. But once I made the commitment, mm -hmm. um, I, I knew that I couldn't just say I was going to do it. I had to be consistent. Mm -hmm. So then I started doing things every day. It's like, you know, you hear, oh, you got to have a rest day. And it's like, you know, you can have a rest day and not kill yourself. You could do sure. some stretching, do some walking, you do some whatever. Mm -hmm. So I won't say it was a quick process, but I went from 15 minute walks to 15 mile runs, uh, or, you know, in the next, you know, three years, um, lost 40 pounds pretty quickly. Um, and I, I started with the keto diet because I knew I could do it. Um, I could eat beef and bacon and butter and same. I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> like recommending this. I'm just saying I knew how I ate and how, you know, so it worked for me up to right. about 40 pounds. Um, but I also learned something. I, I like to read like motivational books yeah. or just some inspirational stuff. And I read, uh, David Goggins book can't hurt yeah, me. And that yeah. book literally probably changed my life, mm -hmm. pro probably even saved my life. Um, the 40% rule is a real thing. Like I really thought when I'd lost those 40 pounds that I had put in a hundred percent and I, I hadn't even scratched the surface. So after I read that book, I really started to crank up what I was doing. I got a Peloton. I started riding and I will say that the running was pretty sporadic. I, I ran, my knees hurt. I had to stop and walk uh, for a few months and all that. So once I got on the Peloton, I built those muscles back up mm -hmm. and I was able to, to take off. So last year I uh, did a around the crown 10 K and literally crossed the finish line. I was like, 
that's it. I, there's no way I can do more than those six miles. Uh, so I quickly signed up for the Charlotte half marathon. Thank uh, you. Right on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you double know, down on that. Do, yeah. Let's just see if I can do twice that. And I literally was scared to death because I was like, I'm going to end up walking half of this because there's no way. Yeah. So, um, I started a little training program and before you know it, the race day is here. And I set my goal at like two hours and 15 minutes, nothing crazy. Um, and I crossed the line at 153 and I was like, wow, Go I'm on, faster man, yeah. now than I ever was in high school, which was ridiculous. Um, and I think part of it was because in high school and college, the motivation was baseball. So it mm-hmm. wasn't the yeah. running. Like now I really enjoy running. And I, and I knew at, at a certain point, during those walks when I was still trying to lose weight and you know, my legs weren't feeling it. My mind was telling me, take off and run, take off and run. But I was scared because I hadn't done it in so long. And my, yeah. my, everything just hurt, you know, plus let's add the fact that I'm over 50 years old as well. Um, so after the Charlotte half marathon, which was in November, I was like, there's no way I can do more than that. So in January, I signed up for a half Ironman because you know, why not? Why not? I, I, I don't know how to swim. I'm terrified of water. I hadn't ridden a bike since I was 11. Oh, so let's just do this. So I, it's probably not, you know, the most conventional way, but I, I will say that yeah. um, it, I, me personally, I have to have that, that little thing out there in front of me to work toward. Um, and it's not for like any kind of ego. It's just that, that try, even though I've got the commitment that I'm going to do something every mm-hmm. day, which uh, last Monday was my 1,000th day in a row of uh, 60 minutes of movement per good day. Good for you, man. It's good. Thank you. I pre- and if I'm not killing myself every day. So the goal is um, 60 know, minutes a day of movement? Yeah. 60 and, minutes and every usually, day? Yeah. So, you know, it could be, and now it's it's always more than 60 minutes. And I usually start, I, I swim four to five days a week, at least an hour um, you know, I run anywhere between 10 and 20 miles a week. I'll ride, you know, between 40 and 60 miles. Uh, and I always try to commit myself to doing at least an hour and a half to two hours of stretching or yoga. Um, and those kind of fill in the gaps of yeah. not killing myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's been a crazy experience to lose a hundred pounds and complete a half Ironman. It's like n- never in my wildest dreams even when i was at my fittest in my 20s that i ever think that was possible and and let me and i have to ask you this because i know that people see you in real life or on instagram or whatever and they ask how did you do it and in (laughs) in this i gotta have it you know tom haverford this is america i want it now world you know what do you tell people when they say start, how can I do it? Just start. And it doesn't matter how you start, where you start. I always say you're, you're, you're never too old. You're never too far gone and you're never too busy. So my, what I always tell people is just start and don't expect anything. Just start. Because once I started moving, I I started feeling better. And when you start feeling better, you know, whether you're, Mm -hmm. you're competitive, you want to race or you just want to, Oh, I'm going to walk 45 minutes instead of 30 minutes. You know, sure. it's, it's some, something is going to click in you. When you start feeling better, you're going to want to do, I'm not saying you need to go out and run a marathon, but um, I think, mm-hmm. and that's what I tell people, just start, don't stop and don't expect any results. Cause when you do start seeing some, 
then you're like, oh, how did I lose five pounds last week? You know, and it's uh, it's more of a surprise, I guess. Exactly, a little land yap there to throw in an SAT word right. in this thing here. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you say to somebody who's listening? And they're like, yeah, I've, I've kind of let myself go a little bit. Uh, the old stripes line: Doctor says I swallow a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas, exactly. right? You know, and, and, and so you got Dewey Oxburger listening, and he he wants to get motivated to lose a hundred pounds, or maybe it's fifty, or even twenty-five, right? And so the old uh, penguin uh, John, what's his name? His his uh, his mantra was: "The miracle is not that I finished; it's that I John started." Bingham, yeah. John Bingham. John Bingham. And you know, he, he his first walk was to the mailbox. <laughs> so how do you right, yeah. how do you how do you what do you tell people who are listening or who you've talked to in in recently? And they say, "Yeah, I'd love to get started. I just I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do." I, yeah, it, it, I don't think anybody really. Point. Yeah, I don't think anybody really knows where to start unless you have a background and that sort of thing. I, you know, even though I had ran before and I was an athlete, I had no idea where to start. But for me, it started mentally way before it started physically. Like even yeah. before I took that first walk, mm-hmm. there was there was a six month gap to when I was like, I'm going to do this to when I actually started. And a, I think you have to be honest with yourself um, because. I was, even though I, I had done all these cool things and not to list a resume, but, you know, I, I played some competitive baseball. Um, I'd opened a few restaurants. Um, I was on TV for 11 years consistently, you know, so I had done all these things, but I was probably the most unhappy I'd ever been in my life inside. So I literally had to look myself in the mirror and just say, and this is going to sound bad, but I was like, dude, you're fat and you need to do something. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if, if I wasn't as honest with myself, if I would have ever taken that step, because I'm looking at myself in the mirror. It's like, dude, what, what has happened to you? So I think, Hey, you have to be honest with yourself and um, you have to make that commitment to yourself, whether it's, you know, first thing in the morning, which is the easiest thing for me and my schedule, uh, just get it in before, you know, everybody gets up and, um, it's the only way to start the day, but I, I would just say that be honest and literally just do something. It could be anything. It could be, I'm going to stretch my hamstrings today for 10 minutes or uh, like you the guy you just mentioned, he walked to his mailbox. It can be anything because it's, as I said before, it's, there's something's going to change inside of you once you start feeling a little better. Um, but expecting no results is yeah. probably the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's that's good. And and for those of you who have mailbox hanging outside your front door, that doesn't count. Well, if you start in the backyard, it probably does, right? <laughs> I, I had a, Go to your neighbor's mailbox. Exactly. I had a friend who um, whose brother was overweight, and, and he started walking. And so, you know, so many people don't consider themselves runners, and you don't really have to be. But to your point, like, you can walk for – 30 minutes or 15 minutes just start with that and then and then maybe do some stretching or maybe turn that into people people would ask me have asked me how do i start a running program why you start by walking and then you take a one minute run break (laughs) so you you walk two or three take a one minute run break and then and then after a week or so you start to transition maybe it's you know one minute less of walking, one minute more of running, et cetera. And, and eventually you'll get to a point where it's like, I don't really need the, the walk breaks anymore. And you'll get further and further in, in your 
um, exercise that day. But, you know, biking, um, yoga, just doing something is, uh, and, yeah. and I'm with you on the get it done in the morning because um, I have a really hard time if, if I say, eh, I'm going to, I'm going to do something else this morning, whether it's, you know, read or work a crossword puzzle or, or just sleep in or whatever. I'll do it later. I, I yeah, usually I don't. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not good at that, and I know that. No. So I have to get Most up. Most people are. Yeah. No. And and so the, the things that we want to be disciplined about uh, are things we ought to do first. And I try to teach that to my kids, and, and some of them, like, they, they, they resist that. It's like, yeah, but I just got done with school, and I worked really hard, so I want to sit and veg and watch TV for a while. I'm like, if you get your homework done now, you'll enjoy that mm -hmm. TV show so much more later because you don't have it hanging over your head. Yeah, it's looming. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like this weight. It's like, okay, I got my homework done. I've got the rest of the day with nothing that I have to do. Um, but it is a um, discipline. The, the other thing, too, is like I just don't think you have to be in a hurry. You know, it took me 25 years to gain 100 pounds. So, I mean, you know, I didn't want it to take 25 years to lose it. But. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, wa I wasn't going to expect yeah. to lose it even in a year, you know, so yeah. I lost those first 40 pounds and there was a year gap between losing the rest. Like I literally, I like, again, I was going back to the David Goggins book before I read it. I really thought I was, you know, at my max effort and I had stopped and kind of, you know, was stagnant after those 40 pounds. Um, but once I changed a few things and kind of, you know, increased the volume and intensity, the last 60 literally fell off like in six months. It was just like six or eight months. It was just gone. And it was like, holy cow. I mean, I was this close, you know, but I had no idea. And I think part of that was just, I just didn't know what to do, you know? So yeah, I, I was, you know, I think you always just have to be um, a student, you know, and that's where, you know, this whole triathlon thing has been good for my mind because I had to learn so many things that, um, you know, constantly looking at blogs and videos and listening to podcasts and, you know, getting all these tips. And I think you kind of use like a grocery store, you just pick off what you want to try and, and go for it. So uh, I, it's different for everybody, for sure. Totally, man. Totally. Good stuff, man. Excellent. Um, now, aside from uh, the David Goggins book, where else are you taking inspiration these days? Um, there's a few people I follow on YouTube. Um, there's a guy named Nick bear. He owns a supplement company called BPN. And he actually is probably the reason why I signed up for an Ironman. Um, I, I listen to a lot of his, uh, stuff. Um, there's a, a podcast called, uh, that, uh, that, let's see, was it that triathlon life, uh, TTL. Mm -hmm. Um, but any, anything I can get my hands on. Sometimes I just go to YouTube when I'm in the car and I just type in motivation and I just click and just let it run. <laughs> so I'm listening to Jocko and, oh, you know, man. David Goggins and yeah. Joe Rogan, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't matter. So, um, but Goggins, I, I've, I've read his book six times now and it's every time it's just, it just hits me straight in the heart. And I don't know if everybody will, you know, kind of associate with his book, but for me, I could just relate, you know, to all the things he was going through. And, um, well, yeah, I mean, is, I mean if, for those who have not read it, I'm going to super duper summarize here. It's like, you know, the guy made his own bed, realized it and said, I gotta, I gotta fix this sucker. And over the course of it, he made that bed several times <laughs> and, yeah. and then rebuilt it. Yeah. But it's like, so it's like the story of, you know, 
putting yourself in a position, you know, owning up to it and, you know, getting yourself out of that. So, yeah, yeah. man. It's like, yeah, I think every, all of us can, you know, appreciate a little yeah. bit of that somewhere. So Yeah, I agree. And, and for me, it just goes back to those two words. It's just start. It's, there you go, man. And it doesn't matter how. Just just start. There you go, baby. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you for your time and joining us, and thank you for the inspiration. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, we own a spice company called Motown Spice, and uh, my phone number is literally everywhere. My Instagram is just my full name, Troy Galliardo. Uh, my Facebook is as well. Um, we have a MotownSpice.com website. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm pretty easy to find. I don't post a whole lot. I, I do in my stories just to, now I have to show that I worked out every day because, you know, I made it to a thousand, yeah, you know, so, I uh, so I got to show it's like, man, oh, you know, and I don't, I don't, you know, that's the other thing too, is I never negotiate with myself in the morning. I'm just like, like, it's, it's not, I don't even think about it. Like my stuff is laid out the night before and I just get up and go. But anyway, yeah, I'm easy to find. Just find me on Instagram. It's probably the best way. G-A-G-L-I-A-R-D-O. That is correct. Easy enough. First name Troy, spelled conventionally, right? Right on. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like what you just said. I don't negotiate with myself in the morning because that's that's what it that's what it is, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. totally. I'm yeah. going to negotiate with myself and allow me yeah. to put this off until this afternoon. No, we don't negotiate in the morning. We have yeah. a routine. It's non-negotiable. When you're done with that, you, take the rest of your day as you want. And if you make a commitment, you, it'll quickly become a habit. So you won't even have to negotiate with yeah. yourself. And I, I, I'm like you. I, I, you know, I set. I, I did a, a streak a couple of years ago of uh, I, I, I wanted to run every day for the rest of the month, and it was like 25 days left. And I, I got into it, and it was kind of like. I think this might be too easy. What could be, what could be a little harder? And I thought, carrying two boxes of kitty litter, two, two boxes of kitty litter. What if I did a hundred days and you know, for me, I do have some events in the morning, especially on weekends. So it's not always easy to get a run in, but I did for a hundred days in a row. And, um, but you start with small goals, right. That are, that are easier to attain that aren't like, yeah. You, you just start with a small goal and maybe it's 10 days. I want to do something 10 days in a row, then I'll give myself a day off. And then next time I'll do 20 or 25 or whatever. So start with small goals. Maybe it's not an hour a day, but maybe it's 15 minutes for somebody. Yeah. But that's a start. That's where right? I started. Yep. Yeah. So, Troy, thank you, buddy. Um, I know we got to go. Maddie King was on your podcast. Yeah. He's a good Maddie boy. <laughs> Maddie, uh, Maddie probably saved my life with one of his posts on Facebook. Like he was talking about how he's on the couch and energetic, yeah. but anyway, he changed and did all these things, but I contacted him when I decided I want to do the Ironman. I said, man, how do I break this thing down? And he goes, look, man, I ran a hundred miles and I didn't go out and run a hundred miles before I ran a hundred miles, just chip away at it and just get better every single day. So, That's uh, it. those were the words from Maddie and I, and I appreciate it. But anyway, guys, I, I appreciate your time is so uh, talking to you. All right, All right man. Thank you, brother. All right. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. 
New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.